Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you're listening to WWW. Thank you so much for joining. I'm Ken H. coming to you live from Houston. Always a pleasure, always excited to hear and be a part of your week. Boy, it's been another interesting week as we get started. For those new to the program, thank you so much for joining. What happened this week in the world and what does the word say about it? I'm going to share 25 minutes of your time and I'm grateful you join. For those that continue to come back and follow and reach out with your letters and notes, thank you so very much. Let's get started the week of January, uh, July, oh my goodness, July 17th comes to a close with this broadcast. Well, a lot of things going on, of course, today and this week's subject. I found the theme, it was very simple in regards to what's going on, waiting. Lots and lots and lots of people are waiting, waiting for this event, waiting for this uh, moment, waiting for this decision. Lots happening. Let's get going. If you're in Europe, obviously they're waiting for the floods to stop. Terrible, terrible flooding has occurred along the Rhine River with 120 dead as of yesterday. 1,000 people are still missing in the Germany province along the Rhine River. The Rhine River kind of catches up out of Rotterdam, goes through the Moss River, and then the Moss connects into the Rhine, and that's how you deliver most of the goods and services into Europe. So it's a quite active river it's a very busy river it's rather deep but apparently it's now overflowing with the tremendous amounts of rain that they've had occurred and so the german population and the people are struggling most of europe i saw photographs this week from my dutch uh, friends who are obviously also struggling as that water rises and they are you know the netherlands fact uh, point of fact the netherlands is six feet below sea level and the Dutch, again, of course, are masters of the water maintenance and water maintaining, uh, uh, holding back. So we're listening to the Germans are waiting. Eiffel Tower has just reopened. It's been dormant, of course, during the entire COVID process. And so whereas normally they would have 25,000 visitors a day, they're going to limit that to only 10,000 visitors a day. But that's still finally able to reopen. And so they're excited to get that landmark, which is so famous and everybody on the planet knows when they see that landmark, that is the Eiffel Tower. You've got the uh, Israeli-Gaza connection again firing missiles back and forth the palestinians of course are firing rockets into into israel israel is of course firing those rockets back in retaliation is that 2000 plus year conflict ever 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 gonna come to an end people are waiting for peace waiting for that decision waiting for that to finally come to a conclusion a peaceful resolution if possible and they're definitely trying to to make some headway there. Obviously, south of us, 90 miles from the Key West border is Cuba. Those people we mentioned last week, of course, they are trying to rebel, find a way around their situation. They have been waiting for the government to change. They have been waiting for the government to do something about their situation, not just take their money or siphon off their rationings, living on a a food card your entire life. Most people don't know what that's like, but the Cuban people certainly do, and they've had enough, and so they have waited and waited and waited and waited, and those changes have not occurred. The leadership has changed from perhaps one brother of the famous family to the next. 
and then that has changed to a new leadership. Still, the leadership has not changed the course in that country, and those people have waited long enough, and they are storming uh, the castle, so to speak. They are certainly thriving. It's sparking a ton of protests and parades and, and celebration of the freedom movement the people in Cuba are striving for. Big, huge population, of course, of Cuban Americans in Florida. There's, uh, we had a protest here in Houston. Lots of people, of course, are willing to stand up and try to lend their support verbally, vocally, to suggest we think it's time as well. Shouts out to the leadership so far. The administration here under the President Biden has done nothing about it. So we'll see. Then you have in an immigration topic, the DACA students. The Texas lawsuit was filed against uh, the DACA program. That is those descendants that came across the border illegally with their parents but stayed as a child and now have grown up as, as a as kind of quote-unquote uh, uh, American. And so they have now been told by the legal system that that program will no longer be accepting more DACA students. So what does that mean for those currently in place? Most everybody has agreed on this subject that those people will probably remain. However, the judge has again ruled that this program was illegal, should never have occurred, should never have happened, and so we'll see how that goes. The shootings, you've got the Chicago shootings on a weekly basis. On a weekend always, it's, it's, it's difficult to come in on a Monday morning and hear those numbers. Portland, of course, had eight people shot again. Austin has been a popular uh, shooting area. Houston's numbers here in Houston up from last year this time, July 16th when the numbers were registered 186, we're now at 205, so we're up 36 percent in our registered homicides and shootings. That's a trouble we'll have to talk about. When does the violence stop? When do we, how long do we have to wait for people to start treating people normally, treating people with some sort of respect, dignity, some way to say, hey, can we not, can we not just get along? Then, of course, the TWA Flight 800, probably the first crash of a major airline. That was 25 years ago t uh, today, and those memorials are starting again. Those passengers on that flight heading from New York City off to, to uh, Switzerland. And that was a, the, a tragedy. There's been shroud of, of conversations about whether that was a terrorist attack. Was there a missile that some people have said going up? Was it just a tragic accident? Nobody has ever really determined. Nobody's come out and said what exactly the cause of that crash were. But again, 25 years later, the people and the families of those victims have waited and waited and waited and waited for some sort of answer to that drama, some sort of answer to that dilemma, some sort of answer to say what is going on, how in the world can we get beyond the waiting part. So you've had that and of course then you've got your own stuff, uh, you've got your own life, how is your family doing, how are we waiting for these events in your family, your job, how is your job doing? Are you waiting for that promotion? Are you waiting for the new contract to be signed? Are you waiting for the events to happen? Are you waiting for your colleagues to behave better? Are you waiting for your children to behave? Are you waiting for your vacation to happen? Or unfortunately, are you waiting for that vacation not to end? Don't let it end. I want to stay on the beach as long as possible. 
Waiting is a surefire dilemma that we all have to face. We all have to deal with waiting. I won't make so many comments about sports as I've been mentioned a couple of our very sports-oriented shows the last three times, but we are waiting for the Olympics to start. That'll happen this week. So again, there's a lot of waiting going on. So how do you deal with waiting? Is there a way that we get some advice from our second portion of today's program to help us? And we sure know that there is. We sure know that waiting are you a patient person? I uh, Sometimes I am, right? And sometimes I'm not. I guess it depends always on the topic. I guess it depends always on, on what we're waiting on. Are we waiting for a person? Are we waiting for an event? Are we waiting for a reaction? Are we waiting for a discussion? What are we waiting for? And again, am I waiting for a package to arrive of something perhaps that I've ordered? Are you waiting for your for your family to respond, your friends to respond? Are you waiting for your, your pets to respond? I mean, what exactly are you waiting for? And that helps, I think, in the sense that we all are going through it. Once again, the, the psychology always is you're not alone, and you are not alone. If you're waiting for something right now, and I know I am, and I know several of you are, as we've spoken, I know that waiting is difficult, very, very difficult. So how do we get over it? How can we get by it? Are there ways to get through it? And yes, there are. We hope you know that we're here to try to help if we can. Let's talk a quick second about your waiting for that vacation. Are you ready for your vacation? I'd love to help you with that. I know our sponsors would love to help you with that. Let's talk about that. How in the world can I get away and where do I go? I'll share it right now. Travel and Leisure Magazine, a fantastic sponsor of the program, and we're grateful for them always. Save 58% by ordering right now. 58% because of the fans of the program, the friends of the program, you'll get 12 issues. That's one year for $29.99. That's 58% off the newsstand price www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today or 866-737-8037. Travel and Leisure, dear friend, and a fantastic magazine. can't. What in the world does the word say about waiting? Well, as I always, and I just mentioned, waiting is not something that you can say I'm, I have to deal with or I'm not sure I want to deal with it, but I know I do. Am I alone? No. Thank goodness I'm not. The word has many, 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 many examples of waiting. You know, we love our starting always with the analytics. The word wait, waiting, waited, that comes up 148 times from Genesis to Revelation. So 148 times this topic is mentioned. So that shows me again we've got good topics. Last week we were talking about compassion only 116 times. The week before we talked about uh, uh, fighting in the compassion or passion you have, 106 times mentioned. So we're at 148 times mentioned this wait, waiting, wait word. So it's valid. It's a valid topic, and we're going to get into it. Who else waited, right? Who else? Well, the big names are real simple. Joseph was 
the, the, the young man that got betrayed by his brothers, thrown in the pit, rescued by slaves, then went to the palace, thrown into jail, got out of jail, wife chased him around, the, the king's wife chased him around, back into jail, back out of jail, finally got the trust of the king, became the prime minister of the land. That's 13 years that process took. 13 years. Abraham, father of faith. Faith is needed, of course, if we're asked to wait. Faith is going to be important if we're going to be asked to wait. How do we wait so long? Can we wait so long? Faith is required. Abraham, of course, final story to Abram's big faith testament. He and Sarah were 109. She was ready to give her first child after trying to give the maidservant child to give that son that they thought was answering God's deliverance. But he waited 40, uh, 25 years, excuse me, 25 years Abraham waited. Moses waited 40, right? Those Israelites in the slave camps of Egypt waited under Pharaoh's care. Moses' first question when he found himself on his knees at the burning bush God, have you not heard the cries of the people for 40 years? Yes, he said, I have, and you're about to deliver them. Jesus, born of the virgin, his job would land on the cross to save us all. How long did that take? 30 years for that project to finally come to an end. You and I are struggling mainly with waiting because we don't know the outcome. How would you like to know the outcome, know what's coming, and still have to wait through the process, go through the process, be a part of the process? So real simple, if God is making you wait, know that you're in good company because certainly there is a lot of people that were also waiting. Genesis through Exodus. Just, it's just so many examples of how do we wait, can we wait, what should we do about waiting. Psalms, of course, are laden with Scripture and Scripture and verse after verse of how to wait. And so there is a point where we know how to wait. Paul in Acts 17 said, I was waiting for them in Athens and his spirit was being provoked within him as he was observing the city full of idols. So he was struggling, tempted. Some of the waiting is okay if we're just kind of under a tree in the shade waiting for time to pass. But then you've got some you know, people prodding you and poking at you and trying to egg you on. And ah, you know, poor Job, right? That's one of my favorite stories, of course, is Job had uh, had all of his friends and even his wife's sake, why don't you just denounce God, be done with this whole struggle, be done with all this waiting, be done with all these leprosy and, and the things that are happening to you and the boars and your family dying and your people dying, your possessions being destroyed. Just denounce it and be done with it. Let's go, go. But encouragement came from his wife and his best friends. So waiting can be easy if you're kind of not tempted to, to change gears or do it yourself or I want to kind of take it on myself. Don't worry, I got this covered. It's encouraging to have faith. We only need a small amount to wait it out. God asked for just a mustard seed size of faith. For we through the Spirit and by faith we're waiting for the hope 
of our answers and our righteousness. So we just have to know Galatians 5.5. 5. So there are just those things that we just have to wait on. And I understand, trust me, I understand how hard it is to kind of wait. So how can I help? How can the Word help us? Let's get, you know, some sort of answers. Well, grounded in the Word is that assistance. How often are you going to your knees to pray? How often, perhaps, do you take a communion? How often are you going to pray uh, and read the Scriptures? Do you have a favorite Scripture? There's plenty, 148 of them, on waiting. So perhaps grab your uh, concordance or grab your... Your, your Bible and, and, and find a waiting scripture and there's going to be plenty. Keep yourself in the love of God. Wait anxiously for that. And these things, therefore be patient until the coming of the Lord. You know, we didn't even talk about that waiting. Wait, we're waiting for God to come back. All these things I just mentioned talk about when is that going to end? When is that going to be over? When is the Cuba situation, the Israeli the, the, the flooding, the DACA students that are scared and waiting, the shootings and the crime wave that continue to go around the world and certainly and around our land. You've lost a loved one with no answers to how it happened, why it happened, where did it happen. 25 years the TWA, 800 people were waiting for some resolution and now 25 years later, maybe like the September 11th memorials, all we can do is continue to offer some some patience, peace, some comfort to those people knowing that it's not an answer they are ready for. They don't have an answer yet. They don't even get to have the answer yet. So we have so many things that we could try to accomplish and waiting is a big part of it. Waiting is a huge part of that dilemma. Are you ready? I'm going to suggest maybe we turn the topic from waiting on the answer, waiting on, on how and when is it coming and how am I going to finally get the... How about we flip it around and say, are you ready for the answer? Let's say I'm waiting for the, the job promotion. I'm waiting for the company to get the new contract. I'm waiting for... Uh, let's just stay there. We'll stay in that topic. So let's say the job. I'm waiting for the new contract. I'm waiting for the new promotion. Are you ready? Are you preparing yourself for that next, are you forward thinking, preparing yourself for that opportunity? So you're reading about perhaps the role you'll have, you're talking to some people perhaps about the role that, that is involved, the responsibilities that are involved. Are you preparing yourself for that next step? Or are you simply taking that approach, sitting under a tree waiting for the decision and then I'll study, then I'll get ready, then I'll get prepared? A big part of some of the waiting, and certainly the scriptures suggest some of that waiting, is to get prepared. Are you ready for your school year to start again? If you're going back with your young people, now you maybe have to go back to the regular school days. They're going to have to go back with some protocols, of course, but they'll have to go back to school. Are you ready for that again? Are they even ready? They were so many years, uh, so many months in, in the house learning from home. Are they ready to go back to school and get that routine again geared up and focused again? So there's some of that you have to think about and be ready for. Are you ready for the, the child reaction, your husband's spouse reaction, your wife's reaction, the family reaction at the reunion you're going to? Are you ready for your vacation? 
I planned it right. I did the right things. We're going to the right location. We're going to be at a good spot. My family's going to be prepared. We're going to have a great resting time together. It's going to be fantastic getaway. Are you ready to leave your phone behind? Are you ready to leave the computer behind? Can you walk away and leave behind those work pressures, those things that are always there for you, and go and have a great family time? Are you ready to get away? Or are you simply just waiting for it? So there are ways that you can handle it, you know, during this waiting period, and that's just a couple of examples. Get ready. Get ready for the task. Get ready for the answer. So when it does arrive, when you do finally get it, when you are receiving it, you're ready. Even if the answer is no, you might, you might need to be ready for that too. Even if the answer is not happening in this lifetime, you might need to be needing that, right? We always have heard the expression, there's only three answers. There's yes, there's no, and then there's let's wait. Sometimes people use uh, maybe in that third slot, but I'm going to go ahead and say let's wait it out. Wait for the answer. Yes, no, or wait. So you know what the answer your feelings are going to be if it's no. You'll be disappointed. You'll probably be upset. Maybe you'll be relieved. Maybe this is a waiting game that you know is coming and it's time and you just need to kind of get, out, get it over with, get the decision made and move on. Then there's the yes. You can be excited. Be like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. I got everything I wanted. And you're excited about that answer. So you have that reaction ready to go. Can you go tomorrow again in a wait phase? Can you handle one more day of waiting and not knowing? Are you in that position? And again, if that's the position you may find yourself because you're not in control of the answer, you're not in control of the decision, you're not in control of when uh, the decision comes, are you ready for it? So perhaps let's start making some preparations for those answers, yes or no. If I get a no, I'm going to respond this way. This is what's going to need to change. This is what's going to have to happen. This is where I need to go in my, in my life and, and difference because that's the new reality with the answer no. I got an answer yes. I'm ready to go with that answer. So I've got these things in place. I don't need to spend the money yet because I don't have the yes. I don't have the raise. I don't have it going. So we'll wait. We'll wait. I have a dear friend, colleague that was saying they didn't want to make a big purchase until the new contract was awarded. And so they're waiting. And so that's fine. That's smart, being smart with your money. That's being a smart play. And so they're waiting, but they are ready. They've got their item picked out. They've got the colors. They've got it ready. And so the minute they feel confident with the decision of going forward and having those confident decisions uh, that they'll have some revenue coming in on a regular basis, then they're going to go ahead and I'm sure pull the trigger and make that happen. So they're ready for a yes. They're ready and they've already made those ready preparations. And wait, wait, wait. So those are a couple of ways that I would encourage you. Again, I share with you these desires to have a better time, to have a better next week. And again, if you're waiting on something, know you're not alone. Know some of the heavy greatest in our word had to wait as well. Fortunately, maybe, we're not having to wait 15, 30, 40 years. Maybe we're just talking about weeks or months or hours. But I'm excited to be along the journey with you. We are always in this together. We are always under one sky as we say thank you for being 
here. WWW stands for what happened this week in the world and what's the word say about it? And 148 times the word reminded you, you're not alone in your waiting game. You're not alone in waiting for the answers that you're looking for. Do not be discouraged. Do not be disheartened. Do not worry. It's okay. It's going to happen. It's going to take place. That will never always, always be wait. You're going to get a no or a yes or maybe one more day of wait. But be ready. The message I hope to share with you today, let's be ready for the answer. Everybody has to wait. But waiting can be positive versus negative by our preparation. Have a great rest of your weekend. Have a great week next week. We'll speak to you always here at WWW Found on every podcast availability. I'm Ken H. Midnight says hello. Have a great day.